Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about a new sponsor of the podcast and the network. That's Magic City Casino. We're all very excited for the high at Magic City this summer. That's J-A-I. The high is putting a brand new spin on a classic Miami experience featuring unbeatable drink specials, a live DJ, indoor lawn game area, live highlight, and so much more. The high is going to be Miami's newest hotspot on Friday and Saturday nights. Mark your calendars to live the high life that's starting on July 19th. All right, in today's episode, you're going to get three different interviews, not just one. I was out at Summer League in Las Vegas, put these three together at different times after different games and practices with three of the Heat's young players. So that's Duncan Robinson, Yante Maton, and Kendrick Nunn, all three of whom have a chance to be contributors this upcoming season. Nunn, I guess, being the biggest surprise because I don't think Heat fans knew a lot about him, but he's been terrific out in Sacramento and Las Vegas. So enjoy these, and we'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954, brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. Ethan Skolnick here at Heat Summer League in Las Vegas with Deontay Maton. Where do you think you've had the biggest growth in your game since you've been in the Heat program? Uh, I would just say... Mainly my mental game in terms of being able to pick things up. Uh, process was being told to me and try to apply it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think my conditioning, I think that was really big. You know, That's one of the Heat's main priorities, conditioning, <laughs> be able to get up and down. So definitely I think a combination of those two things mm-hmm. and just not being tired and being able to read the game right and do everything like that. Where do you think that they sort of project you in terms of, uh, at this level, the position that you might be playing consistently and kind of the types of players you'd be guarding and how, how are you be using the offense? Because I know when you're a featured player, it's different than when you're not a featured player and you got to make those adjustments. Right. So what have they kind of communicated to you about that? I mean, I just, I think I've, before, mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. That's just that's about it. I haven't been told too many things besides that's mainly where I'm projected to be playing at the uh, guarding force, playing this force. So. The, the game has changed so much with the four position over the past 15, 20 years where it's a, it's a stretch position in yeah. a lot of different ways. How does your game fit into that in terms of guarding those players but also the way that you're utilized on offense? Uh, I think I'm uh, offensively I'm an inside and out type of guy. Mm-hmm. I can make plays from both. So, um, I think that correlates really well. I'm able definitely to guard my position. We've been working all summer, uh, trying to make sure I'm able to guard multiple positions, not just the fours or whatever. So, you know, just expanding my game, uh, offensively and defensively. Where do you feel your range is at this point? Like, where are you comfortable shooting the ball into? Uh, I'm comfortable, honestly, anywhere on the three-point line. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I've always just had a natural nick for offense, uh, so anywhere is really fine. Are there particular spots on the floor? Some guys are more comfortable with the three on the corners, some sort of at the, you know, at the elbow, at the top. Is, is I don't there... know if I can tell you all them because then people guard <laughs> me different, right? <laughs> I think everybody's scouted these days, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, top of the key, uh, Corner. Yeah. I think those are my favorites. Yeah. I mean, corners is what the Heat have always kind of yeah. preached because obviously it's the shortest. Yeah, that's my, 
when they're getting the good threes. Um, we've seen guys in this system so many over the years where they're in it for a couple of years and then you see the breakout, basically, right. where there is that sort of acclimation to it. And they're like, where did that guy come from? And, and then all of a sudden he's a rotation, uh, rotation player. What do you view as your future? What, 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 do you, what do you think you can become with this team? Uh, I mean, God is my author, and God gave me the ability to do anything. So I think the sky's the limit. Um, I mean, that's, I know that's a big statement or whatever, but you know, I think I don't think God put a limit on me. So I, I'm not gonna put a limit on myself. I'm gonna just keep growing, keep nature, uh, nurturing uh, my abilities, and keep trusting the coaching system. And keep working on my game and you know what comes comes but I mean right now I'm the type of guy to look at where I'm at right now and just try to build from here you know mm-hmm. the, future, the future's gonna come and I'm gonna keep working towards it but you know and just keep keep progressing day by day I think that's the biggest thing for me how close is this young group I mean we said there's, there were years where the Heat had no young players on the roster right. <laughs> like the whole big three era <laughs> like all four years yeah. and now it's like you've got a bunch of you guys you got you you got Duncan you've got Tyler uh, you know obviously uh, you know we've seen pretty good things out of the point guard out here uh, out in Vegas what do you like are you guys uh, you guys are all kind of going through this journey together mm-hmm. a little bit and obviously Sioux Falls etc what, what yeah. has that been like uh, it's been it's been a Pretty fun journey, I'd say. You know, uh, I mean, it's every young guy's dream to play in the NBA or whatnot, or whatever, and try to get a shot at it. So, you know, we just—I think all of us are workhorses. You know, I think I know Duncan. I've seen him going to the gym college nights. So I've seen him there sometimes. Kendrick too. Yeah. I didn't know too much about Kendrick before he got here, but once he got here, I just saw that he was in the gym just as much as anybody else. So, you know, I think that's just a credit to. Um, our work ethic, and you know, that's, that's heat culture too, you know, the type of guys to get extra work in and work hard, so, you know, I think maybe we fit well. There's a hunger thing to it too, right? Yeah. I mean, because all of you guys, I mean, I was talking to Kendrick about this, have bounced around quite a bit. I mean, not everybody is as easy as Tyler, who's not 20 years old, he gets drafted 13th, right. right? But I'm not saying that's easy, but it's a different kind of journey. But you guys have had to prove yourself. We saw that with Rodney Magruder, a guy who nobody really projected, was all over the place, and now he's making five million a year and he's gonna be a rotation piece for the Clippers. Like you see these success stories and you all think it could be you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, Rodney is a great example. Uh, he says not just as a basketball player, but as a human being, you know, he's a real good guy. I talked to him multiple times and you know, his work ethic I think showed more than anything else about him. Uh, besides him being just an incredibly good uh, young man, his work ethic was huge, and you know that that was inspiring, and that showed like the right way to get things the right way. You know, so I think that was huge, and uh, not just my development, but Duncan's as well. You know, just seeing that like, day by day, Rodney uh, showing up to the gym early and getting all those shots up and whatnot. So you know, it's it's definitely a good example. Definitely, I pray that the same thing happens. You know, we're right. able to. Um, keep working and show our abilities. Final thing, I, I asked Duncan this question uh, and the other guys too. Kind of an unknown talent, maybe that you have that you can share with Heat fans. People don't know about. He told me he's a cook. Which yeah. I had no idea, and he does uh, some kind of pesto dish or something like that. Is there something about Yante Maton that the general public does not know? Uh, probably two things. I'm a huge believer of uh, Christ. Uh, 
I attend Boo Church, it's B-O-U-S. Um, uh, Miami, that's like one of my favorite places to go. Uh, and I aspire to be a professional video game player. <laughs> I mean, maybe not right now, of course, you know, I, I'm too busy for that. Well, the Heat has a team. Yeah, I saw I, that, I, I saw they, that. They I think I follow them, yeah. Um, no, I just, Is it I, 2K? I, like, I like video. Is it 2K, or, Fortnite, whatever, you know, okay. Apex, I go between the two. Right. No, I'm just a huge video gamer. So in so 2K, not really how, ha, but I was, but how much burn is Yante Maiden getting in 2K when you're playing? Oh, for the, the, the full, <laughs> the max, the max minutes you can get per game. <laughs> Plus that, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, don't re- I don't really play, um, I play my team, uh-huh. um, and I play my career, so usually it's uh-huh. just myself and I'm playing uh-huh. You're, you're a FIFA player? Because they really. just lost Jay Rich. That was apparently the best yeah, FIFA player yeah, in all of South no, Florida. No, I was never. I never really hopped into the soccer program. Okay. So, yeah. But it's just more of a basketball. Definitely. Basketball, shooting type of thing. So, yeah. I'll say this is the final thing. I come back to you in one year. Probably not going to be here. But we'll see. What did, what did, how did the season go for you? How did, how did, how, in other words, if I come back in one year, what's Yante Maiden going to be doing at that stage? Um, I, I guess it's, I don't really know how to answer that question. Just playing defense and getting the bucket, I guess. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, on, on that, because I, I remember covering UD at his first summer league, 2003. Yeah. Goes overseas, was with San Antonio's team. Everybody's talking about Dwayne and LeBron in 2003. UD makes a roster, and 20 years later, you can't get him out of the league still. Has, had, has he communicated much of his journey? To you, because there are some similarities here a little bit. You were you played at a prominent program in the SEC, just like he did, and there were questions about whether you're going to make it to the league, stick in the league, who was going to take the chance on you, and look what he's done. And he's like a pillar of South Florida. H- have you had any of these conversations with Hassan? Uh, a little bit, not too much, but uh, me and OG, Adonis uh, Hassan, got pretty close over the over the year or whatnot. So I mean, we just talked here and there. And, Especially when we're playing two on two and stuff like that, so that, that's definitely my guy. We, uh, I know, just I, I thank him because he was the he was probably one of the reasons I got a chance on the team. Just because he was like, um, you know, that type of guy that, that works hard or whatnot. So. Yeah. There's a track record there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get a, give you a subway franchise at some point too. <laughs> right. All right, Yante, appreciate it. Thanks and great luck this year. Ethan Skolnick back here at NBA Summer League in Las Vegas with the Miami Heat. Uh, just finished up uh, beating China in the first game here, and a lot of fans are talking about Kendrick Nunn kind of what you've been doing so far Sacramento and then the first game here today you look comfortable with this group where do you feel you are with your game right now um obviously I'm at the peak of my game as far as my career but I have a lot of development to to go I feel like I can get better in some aspects. I can continue to develop, and that's what I'm working on. You were a big-time scorer in college, obviously, at Oakland. And now I know they want you to run a team here, too. And how do you sort of blend those two things as you're, you're with a group now where you can do a lot of scoring, but obviously if you're going to be with the team uh, you know, going forward, that they're going to want you to get set other guys up and do those kind of things. Where do you kind of feel with that balance right now? Um, 
it's, a, it's just a balance you have to um, have to have when you're a scoring guard to get others involved. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to work on early in the game to get my guys going and give them some confidence to make shots, things like that. I think I've been doing a great job doing that. There's a history with the Heat of developing young point guards and kind of getting them ready to contribute in the system. It goes back 25 years with Pat Riley. There's a long list of guys. Yeah. What have they told you? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That they want to see from you so that you can be a contributor to this team. Um... They told me just to, to, to be who I am. Um, that's, a, that's a tough bar getting out there defensively. And obviously I have the additional gift to score the ball as well as bringing it defensively. So that's a plus. And um, I'm just continuing to work and get 1% better every day and continue to work on every aspect of my game. The uh, the ball handling, we've seen some of the moves. There were some people comparing you to Harden the other night after, after one of them. When do you let loose with some of those? When do you kind of pull it back a little bit? Like, where? Yeah, um, it just, I have to read the defense, you know, if they pressure me a little bit. And I got to little, shake them a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Work my handle. And that's when I um, I worked hard in the offseason uh, to get my handle going. And that's something that I'm... Um, that's something that I have as a point guard. Have you noticed some of sort of the social media sensation with you among the Heat fans right now? Or? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Definitely definitely coming to my uh, notifications and stuff like that. But I just try to, um, you know, silence the noise and just play basketball. Is there a nickname you like? K Nun, for sure. Right, that's the one. Yeah. Go, go with K Nun going forward. Yeah. Um, Playing with Tyler here a little bit, obviously, and, and getting comfortable with him in the backcourt. What are some of the strengths that you can play to with him, and, and sort of where is that comfort level with him? Because I'm assuming you guys are going to see a lot of each other in practice oh, come the fall. Tyler is a stud. That boy's a stud. He he can go um, all three aspects of the floor. Um, as long as I get him going, I can be good because he gives me some relief. It seems like he wants to push also, right? Yeah. Transition. Like, he does not, like, stop yeah. it. Yeah, he, he's aggressive. He's very aggressive. I love that about him. Um, that just gets 
I mean, if, if two good combo guards can, can be aggressive at the same time, that's tough to guard. So we need that. What do you want uh, fans to know about you? What like what are your interests? What do you like doing off the floor? Um, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm a chill guy. Um, I'm a family guy. I have a son. He's two years old. I spend as much time as I can with him. Um, that's just pretty much it. Just taking raising him. I, I saw some of the, the photos on Instagram uh, yeah. that you, you've got of him. Yeah. Coolest thing that he's doing right now that he wasn't doing six months ago. What do you like playing with him most? Telling everybody no. <laughs> That's his favorite word, no. <laughs> Is he saying no to basketball at this point? Did he put the uh, ball in his hands a little nah, bit? He, he actually definitely asks for the ball. He probably went, anytime you see it, he asks for that ball. But if something he don't like, he'll let you know about it. No. So, so he's got a scores mentality also already <laughs> yeah, at this yeah, level? Yeah. I want to ask you, you were second in the country in made three-pointers, right, behind Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Did you want to be first? Were you gunning for it at the end of that season? Did you know where you were? Um... I took I took note of it a little bit, but I was just kind of playing it to to the offense. So that's what Oakland had, and that was allowing me to shoot as many threes as possible, open threes, and screening for me, getting me open and stuff like that. So I just played within the game, man. I mean, I, it was it was an honor to be that high up, but I, I'm really not worried about the rankings on that part. Final thing. Final thing for you. The uh, the year that you spent between Illinois and Oakland, the transfer. How difficult was that sitting out from basketball that year? And, and were you able to work on your game the way you wanted to work on your game during that it time? It wasn't as difficult as you think. I embraced that. That year was was real big on my career. Um, I sat back and I watched the game, uh, studied the game, and I, I worked very hard that all season and then that summer. And I think that's when my game really made that jump. Did you think you were going to get drafted? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did think I was going to get drafted, but you know things happen. Um, I think I'm in a good spot. I bet on myself. I'm in a good position now. And have you had any conversations with Pat about what your future might be in the organization? Yeah, um, when I first when I first got to Miami, I, um, I met with Pat, and um, he told me everything about the Heat organization. He told me buy in, and um, that I have an opportunity here. Found any favorite spots in Miami you like at this point? Or you um, yeah, uh, I got a lot of restaurants that I go to. Koyo Koyo is one of my favorites. Ah, Koyo Taco. We were there this Ooh, weekend. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty good. that's one of my favorites. Just can't go the wrong time of day though, Max. <laughs> <That's true, laughs> like, what, what are you getting at Koyo Taco? Uh, I'm getting a shrimp quesadilla, yeah. steak tacos. Uh, I got a couple, so a lot of spots. I, I go out to eat a lot. So right, we gotta let the fans know when you're going. You can't feed the, the two-year-old <laughs> right. shrimp tacos. Right. He like he like Happy Meals and stuff too. <laughs> 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 All right, that's cool. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hope to get to know you a lot more. Thank you. Thanks. Ethan Solnick here at uh, Miami Heat practice at Las Vegas Summer League talking to Duncan Robinson. And you talked a little bit about this yesterday after the game, but just your sort of general comfort level now being in this system and this program. Like what? Obviously, everybody can see the shooting ability, but... What is it specifically you think you've made the most progress in? Uh, just understanding what it takes to compete at this level, really on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, this this organization has certain demands that they expect out of their players. Um, and this year, I just feel like I'm much further along um, in, in that regard. So, you know, just being more comfortable on particularly the defensive end and being able to be a really good team defender, get these other guys in the right spots, um, that way we can get stops on their end. I, that's one of the things that people have noticed sort of just on social media and such is just your ability to kind of move your feet on defense and anticipate things maybe more than you did when you first come in. Is that, that that's the big difference? Yeah, well, you know, the game's just moving a lot slower mm-hmm. for me. You know, I've seen a lot of the actions because 
Um, it's a copycat league, and you, know, you see a lot of this stuff um, over and over again in terms of what offenses are trying to run. So, um, and I try to use my IQ on that end as much as I can. But also, you know, big credit to to uh, you know the strength and conditioning staff and athletic training staff, which are you know really helped me you know be a little bit quicker on my feet and um, get stronger, uh, get more athletic. So that's helped a lot. Um, just working on that, particularly over the last two months here before some of the. And offensively, uh, and obviously as a shooter, you're looking for your spots where you can be most comfortable and sort of moving off the ball a little bit. Um, are there are there players, they've had so many great shooters in this organization, obviously going way back. Are there shooters that they've sort of given you to study or, or to watch in terms of, you know, the way that they kind of created their own shots in those situations? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, they've sent me a lot of stuff of guys that have come through this organization and also guys all throughout the league. But in terms of the guys um, through here, you know, Mike Miller, Shane Batty, Ray Allen, Rashard um, Lewis, stuff like that. So uh, guys that have, have had success wearing this jersey and, and doing the things that they preach on a day-to-day basis. So I just try to implement as much as I can. One of the things you mentioned about at least three of those guys, and I covered those teams, and some of those guys got uneven playing time. Mike did at times, James did at times, even Shane was kind of in and out at times during the playoffs, uh, and yet they were always sort of ready when they needed to be ready. And I know in your situation, it has to be kind of the same sure. thing in that regard, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not one of those guys that's going to have a luxury of, at least at this point in my career, knowing that I'm going to be playing 35 minutes a night. Um, you know, i got to get in where I fit in sort of thing. And, um, you know, that, that's part of excelling in my role is understanding that and um, mentally preparing yourself for, for that challenge because, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing to do to sit on the bench maybe a couple games and come in and try to make shots so it's something I'm working on and I believe it's a skill that can be trained so it's something they're trying to you know um, add to my game. What is the goal there this year? I mean as you approach this training camp you say this is the role that I would like to carve out for myself if all goes the way that I hope it does. Just help this team win games Um, honestly you know right now I'm focused on beating the Jazz tomorrow (laughs) in summer league and I I try not to get too far ahead of myself Um, at this point, I'm just trying to put as many good days together as possible. And, you know, hopefully, if I can do that, then at the end of it, I'll have something to show for it. Are you the best player Maine's produced in a long time? Or are you, or are you called New Hampshire? <laughs> I, mean, I, I was born in Maine. I'm really from New Hampshire. Um, you know, Matt Bonner's a New Hampshire legend, so uh, sorry, respect, well, respect that, to him. Is, that, is that Red Mamba? Is that, is yeah, that right? Red Mamba. <laughs> Red Rocket, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Red Rifle, I think, actually. Uh, but I got a lot of respect for him. He certainly uh, paved the way. But, you know, I'm just trying to do what I can. You don't see a lot of people coming out of New Hampshire, or even Maine for that matter. Um, Nick Mayo's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's from Maine, too. So, I mean, it's not considered, a, I mean, it's not a hotbed in the yeah, way we no, think of not. maybe, you know, some other places in the yeah, country. Yeah, but, but I, you know, I got a lot of pride in where I'm from. Um, I certainly made me who I am, so, you know, I'm thankful for my journey and all the people that have helped me along the way. All right, advice for Jawan in Michigan now. What, what, what is, I mean, the program obviously was in very good hands with a guy who had it before, and yeah. he knows it well, very well, but you know it in a more modern sense than he did. Yeah. It's different than the Fab Five. Um, my advice for Juwan is be yourself. Um, you know, don't, the media has a tendency to always compare. Um, don't, don't get caught up in that comparison of, you know, what Coach B was versus what you are. Um, be yourself is more than good enough, and um, he's going to be just fine. He's an unbelievable person. Uh, great coach, knows so much about the game, and uh, you know he's been where every player is trying to go. You know, talk about a guy who's had a 19-year NBA career, all NBA guys. So um, I'm sure he'll have no problem on a recruiting trail. Um, but just in terms of the day-to-day, just continue to be who you are. It's, it's, there's a reason why you're there. What was your favorite moment at Michigan? Was it the conference tournaments? Was it? Uh, probably the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you had to go specific moment, 
it's probably when uh, the kid Jordan Poole hit that shot, mm-hmm. um, just because that's you know I had fouled out of that game, so that's mm-hmm. going from the lowest of lows, thinking your college career is over, mm-hmm. to the ultimate high. So um, there's so many to, to choose from, um, but yeah, that's that one definitely sticks out. All right, final one. Give me an unusual interest that Duncan Robinson has. Um, I'll give you two. Okay. I like. Uh, I've really grown a fan of. of yoga and Pilates, okay. um, particularly in Miami this summer. Um, I tried to really implement that in my training. Well, there's regimen. one on every street. You're right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. That and uh, I can cook, or I've been right. trying to cook. Um, I grew, you know, I've always been able to cook a little bit, but I was, uh, when I was in a sophomore, I had a summer job as like a line chef. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, recently I've been trying to rehone those skills, so. Particularly this year, when I was in Miami or Sioux Falls, I was cooking a lot, a lot of my meals. So, I right, give me one, one dish. What's the Duncan? My, my, spe- Robinson's my specialty house. is a, uh, it's like a homemade pesto chicken right. with, uh, with pasta, tortellini usually. Um, it's fire, man. It's, it's really good. So tortellini, is it cheese tortellini? Is it yeah, meat? cheese right. tortellini. Um, but the, it's the pesto that separates it. I do, I do the homemade. I get the um, ingredients and blend it up, and uh, it's pretty good. What's the nickname gonna be for you? For what? me, yeah, uh, I had a bunch, man. I don't know. People call me Debo. Has kind of always been my nickname. Um, I've heard Three Bow as well, just because you know my <laughs> propensity to shoot threes. Uh, but you know, just those two probably are the, are the big so ones. So Debo from the movie Friday. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually started out. Um, you know, I didn't always used to be tall. When I was a freshman, I was five six. Okay. So. You know, I don't, I don't know if you've seen Friday, but Debo is I've seen Friday. big and uh, and not white. And <laughs> I was not big and white. So it was kind of a joke. Um, it's kind of the opposite. Uh, and then I, I happened to get a little bit bigger. but So that's why people always call me Debo, just kind of as a joke and that is stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I look at you, I think Debo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not really, but... You know, it is what it is. Did you watch the sequels or just the first one? The I've, sequel, seen, I've seen the other ones. Friday After the, Next? The original, yeah, the yeah. original one's better, though. Yeah. Friday is uh, it's, it's good stuff. Definitely a fan of Yeah, that holds up a little. Well, Duncan, thank you for the time. Yeah, for good sure. luck this season, yeah. and I'll, I'll get the Devo nickname out there uh, for you. I Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.